Thank you guys so much for joining me once again. I'm with the wonderful Barbara Devlin. She is the, inter no, I should say the U.S. distributor for Analotan Pro. She has been a longtime aesthetic educator. I met her when she was teaching at the Catherine Hines Institute, and um, she's an amazing educator. She used to be with PCA, so she brings a wealth of knowledge, years as an esthetician, but I'm very excited to have her because she is going to be helping a lot of us at the summit talk about rosacea and redness and how we address it and why we have so many clients that are dealing with it. So Miss Barbara, go ahead and take it away. You've been doing a lot. You've been doing a lot. And I love your befores and afters and even you on mm -hmm. your socials with this brand. So talk to us a little bit about it and how you got in, involved with it and the results that you guys are getting because it's amazing. So the, the company's home office is based in Israel, and it was started by Anna Lotan herself, was the esthetician who started the company. And her passion really was chronic skin conditions. So how she really got her name out in the industry in the Middle East was uh, a, a protocol called cold hydration. And she, you know, she originally came from the Ukraine. And then during World War II, she was in Germany. She, you know, immigrated into Israel after World War II. And she was trained in Europe as an esthetician. And, you know, the Europeans, we, we used steam, you know. At Catherine Hines, we used to use that heat mask, but there was always heat involved. And it didn't make sense to her once she immigrated into Israel. Now she's living in a desert. It's a hot environment. People have infection on their skin and to use, use heat or steam. So she came up with a protocol uh, called cold hydration. So it's more like a disincrustation type of a gel that you would put on the skin. That's what kind of got her name out in the industry. And wow. she really realized, you know, helping clients with chronic conditions was really like what she really wanted to help. And that can be hyperpigmentation. It could be acne. And now Leora is Anna Lotan's daughter. And I met her, I was at the New York show in 2015 and I was doing classes there. And she happened to come into my class. I didn't know who she was. She sat in the front row. She was asking a lot of questions, but she was very nice, very respectful. You know how it can be crazy at a show. You just I never do. know what's going to happen, right? So it, so they leave. She was with a, a gentleman. They left. And then two hours later for my next class, they came in again. And again, she's in the front row. But this time they stayed. And they asked me... Um, they, they explained to me that they had come to the U.S. to look to see what the industry was like in the United States because they already had a presence in like in Europe, Eastern European countries, the Middle East and Russia, but nothing in the U.S. So they sent me product to try. And I immediately, my skin immediately, I would say like the barrier, uh, the hydration of my skin felt improved. Now I've been working for another line um, and that line is really known for peels, mm -hmm. right? And as I, I was with them for about 15 years and I really feel like as I aged in the industry and I learned more, my philosophy has changed as I've grown, as I've gotten, as, as I've aged, right? Right, right. And that the barrier 
is something that we never really talked about in aesthetic school, like the microbiome or the barrier or any of that protection. We never really addressed it. And I was an educator for 20 years at an aesthetic school. So, you know, I kind of know what we were, you know, teaching to students. And I immediately, my skin felt improved when I started using these products. Now, to back it up a little, I was working, you know, for a peel line and I had really stopped using those peels on my own skin on a regular basis. And I felt that when you work for a peel line, that's all the, that's all you do. Clients come in every four weeks, peel, 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 peel. And there's, we, we kind of were getting away from hydrating the skin and improving the barrier. It was all about just peeling and, you know, the pHs are low and the percentages were high. And I had really stopped doing those type of treatments on my own skin. So when I met the owners of Lotan, their philosophy was already ahead of mine because they were already where the direction I was going in. So I, I, they invited me to go to Israel and I went and I ended up coming back and I became the US distributor and their educator here. So, you know, I, so Leora, who is Adelotan's daughter, the woman that was asking me all the questions, she has, you know, Adelotan passed away a few years ago. She was 96, she had a nice long life. So she was an educator, an esthetician, an electrologist and the chemist. So she was the formulator. So Leora has stepped into that role. And what's, you know, what's nice about Leora is her formal education, she was an architect. And so it really makes sense when you, if you have a chronic condition on someone's skin, you're building, you know, you're taking this recipe and this formulation and this raw material and so it kind of fell right in line with how she was educated anyways. So she's now the formulator. And wow. she ended up really seeing a lot of uh, estheticians reaching out to her with rosacea. So she took this undertaking on to come up with this line to help treat clients with this. Either It could just be skin redness, irritation, doesn't have to necessarily be like a subtype one or a subtype two rosacea, but that was her vision when she developed this new line for us. So like, you know, you mentioned it, like right out of the gate, we're getting amazing before and afters. And I think the, where estheticians are afraid to sometimes take on this client, you know, you know, we all have the, the type of clients, we all have the things we like to do the best, but, you know, but if you can help, on the Rosacea Society website, I think it says 41% of Rosacea patients have like canceled a social event and 90% say that it has definitely affected their self-esteem. Oh. So if we can get them in the room and get away from use, you know, our back cars a lot of times are filled with AHAs and enzymes. So in the in the in the products, there's two exfoliants in this series, and they're really using one of them is using herbal oils, and that's how you're breaking down like the crust. You know, sometimes if someone has that subtype two rosacea, there's a buildup, and it looks dry on the surface, but really underneath it isn't. So we can break down with these oils the buildup on the skin until the skin feels you know smooth, and then we go in with a 
a product with like frankincense and myrrh. So all we're really trying to do is hygienic conditions help control that microflora on the skin and really make it so that clients can manage it at home. So they can come to us for a treatment with this, you know, with these products, we can feel safe that we're not going to make the condition worse for them, but they go home with maybe two to three products to start. Maybe they can add one or two because less is best, you know, with this client. And we're really getting amazing before and after photos with the line. So I'm really excited about it. Wow. So why, why, let's go to our questions. Why are estheticians really struggling with simply understanding rosacea? Is it- well, Go is ahead. it really lack of, of education or is it lack because there is so many different triggers? There's so many different things that are, are put into the rosacea category because there's yeah. a lot of us that want to know, right. but we're also kind of afraid. So I, I feel like, you know, you said the word triggers. So there's many, many potential causes and triggers, right? And there's no cure, like the, there's no cure as to date. So like demodex mites have kind of made a comeback. Like years ago we talked about them and then we kind of stopped talking about them, but they're now coming back as that's a, a potential, could be a potential cause. And now there's these TH17 cells and these are newer cells that they've just discovered and they're finding that they have a lot to do with like inflammation um, and autoimmune diseases in the body. Wow. So, you know, so if the doctors, or an esthetician say, if the doctors can't isolate it yet to know exactly what the cause is, we as estheticians, you know, we don't diagnose, right? So we don't know either. And I think for an esthetician, it needs, you need to like breathe and say, listen, my job isn't to cure it. My job is to help this client manage it. So that way, if you take off, you take the pressure off because if the doctors in the medical field haven't figured out the exact cause or the exact cure yet, that takes pressure off for us. And we can say, listen, I can safely get you onto my aesthetic bed and I can use products that I know are not going to cause more inflammation that you already have on your skin. I can help you feel better about yourself. You know, that's a win-win for the client and for us. And I think in, in aesthetic schools, we don't really talk a lot about rosacea. So, the you know, the rosacea is on the rise. You know, we do know it's on the rise. It doesn't discriminate. It's across every, you know, ethnic background, you know. So it's, it is something that's getting worse, especially stress, you know, everything we have, people just went through for COVID. So I feel like if we can give the esthetician tools to feel more confident. I think it's just a confidence thing. If you don't work on it enough, you just don't have the confidence. So with safe, you know, products that we know we can recommend to the client, you, you should be able to confidently take a client in and know that if they follow the home care routine, you know, part of the issue with rosacea, I feel, is sometimes the client, they they get control of it and then they go back to their whatever products they were using or back to something maybe at CVS or they have that extra glass of wine. Yeah. You know, I, I'll always say to a rosacea client, you know, we don't want to say to the rosacea client, you can never have fun again, but they need to start to look at what their triggers are because your trigger and my trigger could be different, you yeah. know, so they can control their triggers a little bit 
we can send them off with, you know, products that we know is safe for them to use. And then it's a win-win. So, so when you have all these estheticians that are coming to you that mm -hmm. have already have these rosacea clients, they've had them for some time and they have been over exfoliating them or they have been, because that's, let's be honest, yeah. that is what a lot of estheticians are taught, we do. that right. you got to exfoliate it to get to the problem. And then, and then right. you're going to moisturize mm -hmm. it. So now you are telling them that they're not actually helping it. They're making it worse. They're How is that worse. then received? Is it more of they're defensive or is it more just, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. It's really more of, I didn't know. So, you know, like I said, there's two exfoliants in the line. One is really just all um, herbal oils that help to break down that crust on the surface. But the other one, which is really an, an amazing, it's a, it's an amber color. The presentation of the product alone is beautiful, but it exfoliates with hyaluronic acid. So it's a completely, it's like a, an innovative way to exfoliate the skin. So you take out this, um, it's a beautiful amber color, like a gel. And as you massage it in again, it turns into like an oil. So in almost all Autolotan professional products, the delivery system is where the secret is, right? It's it's what she puts those active ingredients into to deliver deeper into the layers of the epidermis. So you take this, it's called exfoliate and restore. When you start to massage it in, when it inverts into the oil, the hyaluronic gets delivered deeper into the layers. Now with hyaluronic, the cells drink it in. And now with the cells with this distance apart, now they are like pressing against each other and then they just gently exfoliate on their own. So there's no abrasives, there's no AHAs, there's no salicylic. You know, and the other thing with um, bringing up salicylic, a lot of times rosacea is misdiagnosed as acne. So that's a whole nother can of worms because you would use salicylic on an Absolutely. acne client, but you're not necessarily want to use it on, especially when they're inflamed. You know, it's, you know, we want this skin to, you know, get to a healthy state. And then even with, say, anti-aging or, you know, age management products, those come down the road for, for a rosacea client. You know, you get their, their skin in a healthy state. They try to manage their triggers. You know, they're on maintenance. And then little by little, we can add other products, if, you know, one by one, one at a time. But we don't want to overwhelm their skin right in the beginning. So the, like I said, the before and afters, like we have a, a an esthetician right here in Boston. She has a, a studio on Newberry Street, high-end neighborhood. She's has a very she has a great reputation here in the Boston area and her before and after photos and she's used many different lines and she like 100 percent for rosacea clients and truly sensitive skin. She's she's sending me amazing before and afters so I can, you know, I'll share those and I'll take, you know, before and afters to the show with us. So, you know, the estheticians can see them, but it's really and we have some pitches that it, it just home care alone without even doing the treatment in the room, they're seeing an improvement on their skin. So you yeah. really are kind of working in the reverse of what we've been taught here in the U S when it comes to rosacea, because we yeah. are taught to churn and burn. You got to mm -hmm. churn and burn to get to the yeah. fresh skin. And that is not what Anilotan is doing. And those no, results are right. not with that either. How right. is that? 
would you say for you with all the years that you've had in our industry and now you're seeing the results without those tools, how yeah. are you really looking at all of it in general? Right. So, you know, I feel like we need to shift. We have to first shift the esthetician's mindset who then can shift the mindset of her client. But so I took a class last week because I still love to, I still love education. Absolutely. So I, okay. Like I'm not an educator who doesn't like educate. I love education. Right. And I'm the person I sit in the front row. I have my notes. Like I'm a nerd when I take a class. Right. And this was a, a newer line coming out. And so, you know, separate from Anna Latan, nothing to do with Anna Latan, but I, it was in my area. So I said, I'll go take the class. And they are definitely following a lot of the Anna Latan's philosophy with formulations. You know, we're using, like we follow the European Union. Okay. Yes. So our pHs can't go below 3.0. Yes. But in the United States, we're not supposed to anyways. Everyone's jumping out. Everyone's out. Okay. So now in the pHs, um, not the pH, the percentage, like if an AHA, the European Union, like we use 16%, they can't go over 18. So we're right where, so this new line coming out was is right there. After the class, I received a treatment. After the class, the next day, one of the other attendees, who was a former student of mine, you know, at the school, texted me, what did you think about these peels? And I said, I love them because they're already in the philosophy of what I do with Anna Lotan. And she goes, oh, no, I like like my skin peeling off in layers. So the estheticians are still part of the, I don't, I don't want to say problem. I don't want to offend anybody, but you, we need to change our mindset. You know, causing, if, if inflammation is the root of all evil, like all our diseases is from inflammation, why do we put all this inflammation on the largest organ that we have? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't so make sense. No. So we need to retrain. We just need to retrain. So, you know, in aesthetic schools, you know, hopefully that will be the new, you know, way that we teach. And, and then the, you know, because doctors and nurses, again, I don't mean to offend anybody, but doctors and nurses have jumped into our industry. Absolutely. And because they have the mindset, a lot of the client bases, oh, I can get us like stronger is better. So they want to go in that direction. And then they end up with all this inflammation. And those aren't the treatments you can get every month. You know, I have a friend that just started working at a new med spa that opened in the Boston area. She was a model for appeal the other day. She goes to me, Barbara, I'll never do it again. It was painful. She was shedding for seven days. I said, I don't, I said, you know, how many times I've been telling you this for a long time now, you don't listen. <laughs> so, you know. Well, I think that's the thing, you know, I, I've been, you know, on Instagram doing, I actually have my Miladies book here and I've been explaining the buffered versus unbuffered, right? Mm -hmm. And then the percentages of peels that actually the rest is buffering agents. So, yeah. you know, like, do you understand the percentage that you're working with that's unbuffered? Right. Like mm -hmm. that jar, 30% of that jar is only the acid. Like, right. yeah. we don't understand that for a lot of skins, 
It is intolerable. And now we have trained people to be excited to see their skin falling off, to be excited to see this type of result. And, you know, the the incidences that we're having with all of these, especially skin of color and darker Fitzpatrick's, the damages that are so prevalent that we're doing on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. We're dermaplaning. We're chemical peel and then we're micro needling and, and, and none of that makes sense to injure the skin that well. Right. 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 So with, with your, now your knowledge, you have all the tools that you have available and you're starting to see these amazing changes in clients that suffer with rosacea and the percentages of people who are suffering with rosacea. Now, how are you really getting across to estheticians? Maybe the first two things that they should know to say this is a rosacea client, then we can't go down that path of normal. So I, I, you know, I would say the first thing is get your AHAs out of the room with this client comes into the room. AHAs is not the answer for this client, right? So that's one, just, and really start, ask them questions. You know, the consultation is so important. Like, does anyone in your family ever been diagnosed? Have you been diagnosed? Or are you just writing down that you have rosacea because your uncle had it or your mother had it? Mm. And then the opposite can happen is, you know, from our experience that the client has rosacea, but they don't write that they have rosacea because they, they don't want the stigma, you know, because there's the four subtypes. You don't have to have all four. You can have just the one, which is, you know, the excessive redness and maybe the dilated capillaries. So I think it's really just having empathy in the room for the client, understanding that this is something that definitely affects their quality of life. Take a, you take a breather, they take a breather, sit down. You know, the National Rosacea Society website has PDFs that you can download as the esthetician to give to your client. And it's like a diary and it helps them, you know, keep track of like their food or like when they had a trigger, what did they do the day or the week prior? So it can help and they're free to download right from that society. I think it's the nationalrosaceousociety.org you know, website. So, you know, it's really sitting with the client doing the consultation and just asking them like just questions, you know, how long have you had it? What type of flare ups? Because not everyone, like I just said, you can have subtype one and never get subtype two. So, you know, and if you can manage it, then it's even better. So you're going to break all that down with us because that's the thing. We don't know what to look for because we don't want to do skin consultations. We want to take them right from the door and throw them in the bed. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Especially with this client, you have to, the consultation is so important. So important. Because you know what? By the time they come to us, they've probably used, they've probably been to a dermatologist who only probably gave them like Metro gel or something. Like the germs aren't getting into the daily you know, okay, put this medication on your skin. And if your client's on medication, we're not going to tell them to come off the medication. You know, they're going to listen to their doctor. So they would put the medication on first and then follow up with whatever we recommend for the daily care. But if you can get them to, you know, say, listen, can you give me a month of your time? Can you give me a month to try these products? And then maybe they'll be able to come off the off the medication, right? But by the time they come to us, they've been to the Durham, they've been to CVS and everywhere buying everything over the counter. And usually those products are too harsh 
for their skin. So they're, they're a little gun shy. So for them to come into our aesthetic room after this like PTSD they have from every place else they've already gone, when they come into our room, we want them to know that we, we feel for them. We have empathy, we, we're interested in them. I don't just want to get you on the bed and do a quick treatment. You know, so maybe for this client, you add an extra 15 or 20 minutes to the appointment time and really go through the consultation. And like I said, that Rosacea Society is a wealth of information. Um, you know, sun is the number one uh, trigger for rosacea. Number one is sun. Wow. And, you know, like with acne, you know, milk or dairy can be a trigger. But for rosacea, that's like way down on the list. So they're really, even though the presentation on the skin can sometimes look similar, they're really completely different, you know, conditions. So. Wow. I'm excited for you coming out and sharing with all of us, because I do think that it's something that one, we're not taught well, we're not taught what we see. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we we don't know what to do. So we go right. straight to where we feel comfortable. Right. And that's not helping we're, we're making it worse right and it really is getting underneath especially on that subtype through rosacea you know because they might have like a crust and it does look dry on the surface but once we can break that down with the oils and we get underneath it, it isn't dry you know and that's where those microflora love to to live you know i always use the example of a um you know, say you're you're 55 years old and your 35 year old son is just got divorced and he moved back home and he's like, you know, I'm only going to stay for I just need a couple of months to get my act together. But now he's home, and maybe you make a couple of meals a couple of nights a week. Maybe you end up, oh, I'll just throw, I'm doing my laundry. I'll throw in his laundry. He's getting really comfortable. And that's what happens with these microflora. When they are living underneath that crust, they're now really comfortable. That's their, their new habitat, right? So back to the sun. Now, we don't want anything tragic to happen to him, but we want him to move on out. So when we take this oil-based exfoliant, we very gently remove the crust on the surface, we get down underneath, and then we put a product, like I said, with um, frankincense and myrrh are some of the, the main ingredients in there to help to like purify the skin. It makes it an uncomfortable uh, home for the microflora. So their reproduction slows down and then they, you know, we, we're not, we don't want to use products that are so harsh that we kill the microflora, but we damage the rest of the skin. Right. That's the balancing act. So it's like, we don't want the child to die, but we want them to move on out. That's the mindset of these products when we're treating rosacea. We're not trying to cause too much inflammation on the skin and do too much damage that we make it worse. We just want everything to, you know, there's receptors on this on the on the skin. And when these microflora are in abundance, the receptors are, are like it's kind of like they have anxiety. They're always alert. So when we can kind of you know reduce the microflora on the skin, the receptors can even breathe, you know, and that helps with the, you know, the inflammation on the skin. So it's really, you know, it's a, it's a simple collection of products. There's only nine SKUs in the line. And one of them is a, is a, is a really beautiful SPF. Um, so there's like eight treatments in the line. 
So it's an easy line to follow within the Anilotan umbrella because we have products for, you know, pigment and, you know, aging. You know, we have many different collections, but this one specifically, this is our newest one. And like I said, we've had really amazing results, right? From the beginning so i'm really you know happy to come and share it and absolutely yeah so it'll be good we'll be excited so those of you who are coming to the esthetician summit you will be able to hear barbara speak and ask her all those questions and she's gonna have those wonderful befores and afters that she has i've seen them they're absolutely amazing and here's the thing this is a market that many estheticians don't want to go into but it's needed it is needed. And it's to the point where, you know, there's getting results without even having to do aggressive work. Yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of less is more. As I get older, I can't burn and churn my skin like I used to. It just, you can't. But once we get that mindset, I think this will be really different. Thank you so much, Barbara, for your time today. We can't Thank wait to you, see Stephanie. you. Right, We're going to be really soon. excited. Absolutely. Okay. You have a great Sounds time. Great. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye.